Welcome to the Girls Leap Podcast, your resource to learn, earn, advance, and profit in your business. This podcast is for every woman entrepreneur who's aspiring to not only start a business, but grow exponentially. Subscribe now to receive amazing resources from high-performance leaders and continue listening to find out how you can get tips to take your business to the next level. Now, here's your host, Gloria Ward. Hey ladies, welcome to another Girls Leap podcast. Uh, Today I sit down with Narmeen Jerus. She graduated from the University of Michigan Dearborn in 2018 with a degree in behavioral and biological sciences and a minor in sociology. From there, she went into medical sales where she was promoted to director of marketing just after three short months. And she left that role to run Exclusive's business development department, making her the youngest executive in Exclusive history. She recently oversaw the launch of Exclusive's latest retail store in Grand Rapids and holds the title of Chief Development Officer. Narmeen was diagnosed with endometriosis about 10 years ago and found that cannabis has helped her to minimize the complications of her disease. She dedicates her life to educating and helping others understand the benefits of cannabis. This young workhorse has created a cannabis lifestyle and wellness brand called Nino's Naturals, which offers a variety of topical patches, tinctures, capsules, and vaporizers in full CBD, full THC, 3 to 1 CBD to THC, and 1 to 1 CDB to THC. I want you ladies to pay attention and welcome this young lady. Without further ado, here is my interview with Narmeen Jerus from Exclusives. Narmeen, thank you so much for being a part of us here at Girls Leap. I am so happy that you are here. How's everything? Everything is wonderful. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, absolutely. Now, I read a little bit of your bio and I could just tell you right now, how did it happen where you got into cannabis? Something that I love anyway. (laughs) Um, So cannabis, I always say was my happy accident. Um, I was working for a restaurant management company, believe it or not. And um, I was working on things like airport RFPs and, um, you know, different, uh, ways that you can grow a, you know, restaurant company and um, applying for all of these different um, RFPs and going through all this bureaucratic red tape. And, um, you know, one day um, the partners at the company decided they wanted to jump into cannabis. So they walk in and they throw this medical marijuana application on my desk. And I'm like, what do you want me to do? And they're like, yeah, you know, just like apply. And I'm like, what do you mean apply? This isn't anything I'd ever done before. And um, I was in college at the time. Um, It was my senior year. And so I'm like, man, these people are crazy. I don't know what they're having me do right now. Um, I believe it or not, I had never smoked weed a day in my life. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I don't know what this is. And I'm like, whatever. I do my job. I um, apply for this, you know, facility license. And it was actually the last project I worked on with that company. I graduated college. Um, my degree was in neuroscience and sociology. So nothing to do with business or cannabis. Right. Um, and then I left for, um, 
you know, about a year. And then I came back to cannabis when I saw all the work that needed to be done in the cannabis space in terms of social equity, in terms of outreach, in terms of those sort of initiatives. And so um, I came back to exclusive brands um, with the promise that I'd be able to run the social equity department the way I wanted to. And the rest is kind of history. I'll tell you something, and you are a girl boss that's doing it because <laughs> I saw on a website how you advocate for what cannabis does as far as you know, what it does for people with health issues. I know that you said you were diagnosed with endometriosis and how it's helping you. Can you help us with the stigma? Because a lot of people just feel like cannabis is this, you know, this bad herb that, you know, uh, we need to take this out. We need to do this. It's really not good for you. And I tell people I've never, ever, ever seen a person overdose or die with cannabis, okay? So oh. can, you, can you talk about the, the positive things about it so that our audience will know that it is not as, as bad as they have been brainwashed to think? Absolutely. There's so much good that comes with cannabis. And it really breaks my heart that it even took me so long to find cannabis. Um, I was diagnosed with endometriosis when I was 15 years old. And for years and years before that, I was in just an indescribable amount of pain and nausea and suffering. And, you know, there'd be days on end where I wouldn't be able to, you know, put food in my stomach because I was so sick. And I missed, you know, weeks and weeks of school. I almost got kicked out of high school, even though I was a straight A student, just because of my attendance. And, um, you know, there's so much bad that I can remember throughout my, you know, my um, childhood, throughout growing up, throughout my teen years, and even throughout most of my adulthood, where so much of it would have been relieved if I was just had turned to this plant instead of turning to the Vicodin that they prescribed me when I was 15 years old, or, you know, the, the countless other medications that they have to prescribe me because of the side effects of the Vicodin. That's right. You know? exactly. And it's just like, it, it really breaks my heart. Cause I think about all the moments in my life that I lost, you know, to the pain, to the nausea, to the suffering. And, um, it's, you can't describe what it means to give someone the quality of their life back. Right. Um, and I just really urge people to look at all the benefits of this plant and look at, you know, look at the facts and don't look at the weird, you know, reefer madness, say nope to dope sort of, you know, <laughs> advertisements from way back when I was watching an episode of like saved by the bell. And it was just right. like, the corniest thing of my life. And I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Like, it just, it's so sad that there's still the stigma, but that's why I feel so strongly about speaking out about my use of it and, right. um, and how, how strongly I believe in it. Um, I come from a really traditional Arab household. So like mm -hmm. telling my mom that I was going to work for a marijuana company was yeah. like, she, her brain was going to explode. Like she almost lost it. <laughs> and so, and then like, you know, the more she saw how cannabis affected my life and how, how I could drop all the prescription medications right. that I was on for pain. And like, it just, it, the, the switch flips like that with a mom, you know, the second I she mean, saw, she, she was hooked. You know? Even, you know, when, even when you think of anxiety, right. Just having the anxiety and having something that naturally will make you calm and, you know, it doesn't, give you any kind of side effects but a couple sleepy happy hungry right? <laughs> <laughs> you know things that you can deal with 
but what kind of products do you guys make using cannabis? Like how, how do you uh, turn and use the cannabis to uh, actually create great products? Yeah, so um, at Exclusive Brands, we have um, a full processing center and we make a lot of really great brands, everything from vapes to edibles to, you know, tinctures to patches to just about anything you can think of. Um, and I'm super excited because I actually um, have the opportunity to start my own brand at Exclusive called Minos Naturals. Wow. And um, oh, yeah, it's super exciting. I cannot wait for it to launch. And um, we're actually creating a whole line of patches and creams and tinctures. And just about any way you can use cannabis, we're, we're, you know, we're getting it in there because we found that, you know, the different ways you consume it changes, you know, the way it affects your body. And so I'm someone who loves, you know, you know, whether it's smoking flour or vaping or whatever, you know, smoking's great, but at the same time, I can't necessarily smoke and then do licensing, which is a large part of my job. Mm -hmm. And so I turn to patches, which don't really give you that high, but right. give you all the great benefits of cannabis. And so um, I'm really excited about continuing, you know, finding new products and new ways for people to use cannabis mm -hmm. and um, have it really fit to their lifestyle and whatever lifestyle they lead. I mean, where did you get your drive from? Where did this boldness and everything come from where you were able to get yourself in this position? Because I know it wasn't something that was literally just handed to you. I know there was a certain work ethic. There was a certain passion and drive that got you here. And where did that come from? Um, I think so much of it comes from my parents. My parents are two of the hardest working people I've ever met. Um, yeah. My mom was a businesswoman before she had um, all six of her kids. Wow. And um, my dad is I think 65 or 66 and still works, you know, 10 hour days. Um, and, you know, even on their days off, they would be doing something. I, I don't think I've ever seen those two sit down for more than like 30 minutes at the same time, like ever. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you know, we were always taught that, you know, hard work is what life's about and you work hard and not just for things and not for money and not for, you know, glory. You just work hard because what else are you going to do? And That's so, um, you know, I take that with a grain of salt because I have tried to, you know, learn how to relax sometimes too, which is something I had to teach myself. It was kind of the opposite. You know, some people have to learn how to work hard. I have to learn how to like relax right? and, you know, um, add in those like self-care things and all that. But from a very young age, you know, we were taught that you work hard and you do a good job because that's what you do. And it's not for any other reason other than that. Um, and I love that. And being the chief development officer, what does that exactly mean? Are you uh, in charge of creating the products or, or are you in charge of managing the product line? Are you responsible for sales? Uh, what does your role actually mean? Yeah, so um, I oversee a lot of the departments that lead to the development of the company as a whole. Um, okay. So I do, you know, I, I delve a little bit in the marketing department, just making sure that the, you know, the brand awareness is out there. Um, I, I do a lot of, I help out with R&D. Um, I do a lot of, um, you know, business development in terms of, you know, uh, scoping out new locations and helping those new locations open up and licensing and communications with the state of Michigan. So um, I think it's a title they gave me because they know I do a little bit of everything and nothing else really fit. Yeah. So you do a lot. So if a woman wants to be in your position, I mean, what would you tell her? Like, you know, there's a lot of our women in our group, they want to either, you know, be a business owner, is a business owner, 
but they are not sure or have this thing of fear to really step out there and really make it happen. For a woman in your position, what would you tell them? Um, I'd say never stop learning. And I think that's been like my number one thing is um, I, I, I think I learn something new every single day. And um, I've always been kind of a busybody. I'm a little bit of a nosy person. Yes. And so I'd be like, oh, how are you doing your job over there? I want to, and not that I want to do their job, but I just want to know what they're doing and why they're doing it. Because right. when you have all that information, you know, it's not just like ABCD, you know, ABCD, EFG. And, you know, right. so you, you are aware of everything that's happening in your company. And, you know, um, while you can't do every person's job, I've always strongly believed that you should know how to do every person's job, because I think that's how you start to understand, um, your employees. That's how you understand your business. And that's also how you understand your own company's limitations and how you can um, continue to grow. And that's really the, where the development comes into play. I can't continue to develop my company if I think my company's perfect. And if I don't know everything about my company. And so I think that continuing to learn about whatever industry you're in, continuing to learn about every position in your company is so important. And well, it, that's the only way you can continue to grow. And how do you handle some of the challenges that come you, that come your way? What are some of the things that you do? Do you, you know, do the self-care stuff or do you have like this ritual you you go through? Um, I, I try really hard for the self-care in, in terms of like taking care of myself, you know, every single day so that I can be, you know, in a position where I'm capable of taking care of the problems at my company. Um, you know, for a really long time, I wanted to do everybody's job and yeah. I, you know, it's really hard being a perfectionist. Um, but you've come to learn that you can work 24 hours a day and it's still not going to be perfect. Um, but you can, that's just a surefire way to burn yourself out. And if you're not healthy and you're not feeling good and you're not, you know, getting out of bed with like drive in the morning because you're well rested or whatever it may be, your company's going to suffer. And so pushing yourself to these, you know, crazy limitations and pushing yourself way past the point where you should be, um, it's not, you know, honorable. It's not, you know, stoic. It's just, it's just bad for yourself. It's bad for your body. And in turn, it's going to be bad for your business. So um, I, I try to, you know, take care of myself. I try to eat well. I try to rest when possible. And I say all these things knowing that I'm not always good at it. And, and you know, it's something I'm learning and trying to do better, you know, on a week by week basis. Um, but that's, it's taking care of yourself is so important because, you know, for a lot of women out there, you are your company. And, you know, I have a lot of great partners, but, um, and I can rely on them, but I know so many women out there are doing it themselves and, you know, are, it's kind of a one woman show and you can't sacrifice your body for your business because without you, your business is nothing. Without your vision, your, you know, your business is nothing. Yeah. And, and that's why I let them know too, the power of having a team, you think that you can't afford it, but you have to be able to find a way to do that because you need to have your head in the clouds. You need to figure out if you're pushing a vision forward, you need to see and understand where the company is going because you are the visionary. You know, if you're not doing that work and you're so busy inside of your business doing all these day-to-day -day tasks, you suffer the burnout and then now the business is stagnant and then nothing really happens, right? Because Absolutely. you didn't do, 
you know, you didn't do that part of it where you decided to leverage yourself. So who are some of your mentors? Who do you turn to when you need some great advice? Um, I have some really great partners at Exclusive Brands. And so um, Gus Shakira is one of our partners and I've been working for him since I was, I think, 15 years old. Wow. And yeah, and so that's always someone I can turn to for advice. Yeah. Um, I'm lucky enough to work with my sister. She um, is on our accounting staff. And oh, wow. while accounting and licensing are two very different things and I'm not very good at math, I can always I- turn to her for advice. And, you know, sometimes it's not so much about, um, you know, what do I do from a business standpoint in this decision? But it's mm-hmm. it's a lot broader than that and more general than that. Like, is, is this the right thing to do? And and typically it's, you know, one of those introspective things where you're like, you know, you know what the right thing to do is. And you either don't want to admit it to yourself or you just you don't want to do it. Yeah. And so um, <laughs> big sisters are really good at, you know, pointing that out to you. Oh, man. And so that's always, um, I always am very thankful for my family. And we're really, really we're too close, honestly, but, um, but that and, helps, it helps with the security and knowing that you have somebody you can trust. Absolutely. You know, Narmeen, how do we find you? How do we get some of these wonderful, uh, products that you're offering? Um, you can find me on our website, exclusive MI official. Um, we'll be posting all the great new stuff on Minos Naturals. Minosnaturals.com is also up and we're hoping to be posting products on there in the next month or so. And you can find me on Instagram at exclusively Narmeen. Um, I'll be posting a lot of the R&D process for all of our new products and you know um, where you can find our products throughout all of Michigan and then hopefully in the coming months, um, different places around the country. Amazing. Narmeen, thank you so much for being here. And I appreciate all the wisdom that you gave us today. Thank you so much. No worries. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Girls Leap. Remember to subscribe to our podcast and visit our website, girlsleap.com, where you can find more amazing content and tips to grow your business. If you're interested in 10xing your business, join our Girls Leap membership program to connect with our expert coaches. Until next time, thanks for listening.